a while back, like, I don't know, last year sometime, I did a bunch of episodes on syncing your style with your cycle. And that follicular phase in your cycle, that spring energy right after your bleed, when you're coming and you're getting back up, things are starting to bloom. Energy is starting to form, but it's all very new. It's very fresh and it's very green in a, yes, literal sense, but also when we call someone very green is that maiden energy, that curious, playful, young, youthful energy where we give ourselves permission to play and it's not wisdom that we're achieving or wisdom that we're going for. It's playfulness and curiosity that we're living in. So I think this time of year is an amazing time to play with our wardrobes and have some fun. The beauty here is a lot of us are more than one archetype. Our identities aren't just in boxes. They ebb and flow. It's spring, so all the spring trends are out. All the fashion weeks happened in February. What's up, Style Nation? And welcome back to another episode of the Styled for Life podcast. It's your girl, Katie. Super pumped you're here. I'm so grateful that you're tuning in each week and listening to the podcast. I know there's so many podcast to listen to these days. And I'm just grateful that you're here. So it's April, new month, new intention. Let's dig in. I'm really excited. I always love the energy of a new month because the type A side of me loves being organized. And I've really used this first episode of the month to lay an intention for myself personally that I love to share on the podcast. And that has been the rhythm of the podcast over the last, I want to know, a couple of years is this kind of like setting the stage for what's to come in this like monthly roundup type episode. So this is our April um, roundup essentially. And I want to talk about something that I think is super fun that I had an aha moment of recently. And that's playing and having fun. So you guys know me, you know, my brand, you know, my style, you know, me, like one of my really, really big goals with this podcast. And one of my big values is fun, is to have fun, to be playful, to have fun and humor. Like, that's it a thousand times over. That was the hardest thing for me in a professional setting and just in general in life is always like, here are the rules and here's the checkbox and like do all these things. And I would be like, okay, and can we make a joke? <laughs> can we, you know, like human connection doesn't come from checking checkboxes. Human connection comes from making jokes and laughing. And that is my go-to like coping mechanism on any situation where I'm uncomfortable. And as an entrepreneur, I'm fucking uncomfortable a lot. Honestly, like as an adult, uh, I, even in my corporate world, like I was uncomfortable a lot because I also love to overachieve Enneagram 3, Aquarius. Like that's the energy I'm on all the time. And I use medicine and humor. Medicine. <laughs> I use humor as my medicine to navigate all those spaces. So things have been rough. Like winter is never my favorite. And while this winter definitely was easier than past winters with intentionality and things like that, there were still some moments in there like where shit just goes sideways. I'm like, oh, the short days, like they catch up. And I've been working my fucking ass off. <laughs> so if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that there's been so much shit going on in the Katie Just Style world. 
I launched the Style Squad community, which is amazing, which is constantly open for enrollment. So if you're interested, check out the show notes. But that was a big fucking endeavor. I've never launched a community before. Still learning, always learning, right? And then right on the heels of that was the Shop by a Stylist Spring Trends Guide and Report, right? Like all of this amazing stuff, which is super good. And I enjoy all of it. And I was working really hard. And what I noticed is I was also resting. I definitely rest. I definitely am a work hard, play hard girl. Except how I wasn't playing. So I had this aha moment. One of my favorite books, that one of my favorite like self-help or whatever the fuck you want to call it books, is Tools of Titans by Tim Ferriss. Now, I'm not a huge Tim Ferriss junkie. Like I know some people like live and die by him. Nothing's wrong with him. But I prior to this book, it was recommended to me. Like, I don't listen to his podcast. Not saying I wouldn't. I just don't. I haven't read any of his books prior to this one, but Tools of Titan was recommended to me by um, one of my former mentors. And I got it. And it's a fucking game changer. So it's literally these two pages of best practices from really successful people. And it's, it's so fucking juicy all different walks of life, all different levels of success, all different types of success. And I flipped to this one and God, I, I should have checked her name before I started hit record. Her first name is Jane. I can't remember her last name. And there was this quote and I, I was doing the, I'm just going to flip to a page and whatever page, I'm just going to trust that that's the message for me, right? I'm going to take the coincidence, the synchronicity. And I flipped to this page and the quote that this woman was talking like that, like her go-to quote was, the opposite of play isn't work, it's depression. Ugh, dagger in my heart. Because I had been dancing around with this idea of like, my life's fucking amazing, right? Like I'm working really hard on so many different areas of my life and really enjoying so many different areas of my life. Why do I still feel these hints of depression? Like, yes, like, it's uncomfortable to be uncomfortable all the time. It's I. It's uncomfortable being an entrepreneur. It's not fucking easy, right? But I want it more than I want anything in the world. It's like parenting, right? Like that's the best example if you're not an entrepreneur. Like it's like parenting. It's the best thing in the world and the fucking hardest thing in the world all at the same time. But the opposite of play isn't work. It's depression. And I was like, that's so true. Because that's what I noticed is I'm working hard, but then I'm resting hard. I'm not actually playing. And what I noticed is like, I don't think I've gotten my social life back to pre-pandemic status. And I've really been leaning into that lately. And I was like, wow, like immediately I started to see things shift when I focused from resting, which I'm still doing, but from just like, oh, I'm going to go sit in the fucking bathtub for three hours <laughs> to how can I go play? Is that dancing with my daughter? We've been binge watching show tunes and just dancing, hanging out with my friends, like going to family events, like going roller skating. We went roller skating a couple of weeks ago, like actual playing. So it got my little wheels turning and I was like, oof, this is what I say all the time about clothes. Like clothes are an amazing way to play and infuse more play and joy into our lives. It's actually a really easy non-committal way to 
do self-love practices. I say non-committal. Yes, I know that we invest in clothes, but it's an easy non-committal way if we're using clothes that we already have and we're playing around with colors and patterns and mixing and matching and giving ourselves permission to wear the clothes that we actually like, that we actually already own, and we give ourselves permission to shop our closets and have some fun, then it is very non-committal. And like, no one's going to die. And worst case scenario, you might have a fucking good day and increase your confidence. And who doesn't need that, right? Like, that's it. Or you notice that you don't like something. That's actually the worst case scenario. So you're like, you know what? I don't actually like that shirt anymore. You know, I don't know if I actually like this pattern anymore. And then you learn about yourself because you've evolved and you've discovered. So it's super juicy. So I was thinking about this and I was like, you know what? Spring is playtime energy. So a while back, like, I don't know, last year sometime, I did a bunch of episodes on syncing your style with your cycle. And that follicular phase in your cycle, that spring energy right after your bleed when you're coming and you're getting back up, just the phase that we're in right now in seasons, essentially, those are like, I always preface this, right? Because like in Virginia right now, we're just starting to hit like 60 degree days, but I know I have some friends in the Midwest who still are getting snow. So things are starting to bloom. Energy is starting to form, but it's all very new. It's very fresh and it's very green in a, yes, literal sense, but also when we call someone very green is that maiden energy, that curious, playful, young, youthful energy where we give ourselves permission to play and it's not wisdom that we're achieving or it's not wisdom that we're going for. It's playfulness and curiosity that we're living in. So I think this time of year is an amazing time to play with our wardrobes and have some fun. It's spring, so all the spring trends are out. All the fashion weeks um, happened in February. All the your favorite retailers have reset their blocks, or what's the word I'm trying to think of? A non-retail have set their floors, right? It's like when you go shopping online or physical spaces, all your reset, um, retailers have reset the looks that are available for you to shop because it is springtime. So we get to lean into that maiden, playful, young, youthful flirting with life energy and we get to do that with our claws so i thought that today's episode would be really fun to think about where we can incorporate more play in our life and then i wanted to talk more about some of the print trends that have been really popular for spring so there's so many trends that are popular for spring and like i was just talking to the style squad in our live masterclass is there's only so many trends that i can focus on in the spring book because there's so many. But what happens is a lot of them show up together in one silhouette. But if you're not paying attention, you don't know that all of those are showing up at the same time. So there's so many different ways to dissect this. But the one that I never really dig into is prints. Because prints aren't a space that like I'm uber comfortable. Not even comfortable. That's not the right word. Prints aren't a space that like I innately go to for my personal style. Now, I love styling my clients in them because I don't wear them. So it's really, really fun and it's really, really playful. So I love prints. Don't get me wrong because I love fashion and I love the psychology behind it. But as Katie Allen style, it's not my go-to, even though I do have some amazing prints. And we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how to wear them, when to wear them, right? How to know which ones look good on you actual events in your life where I think it makes a lot of sense to wear prints. And then I want to just go through a couple of the hot ones 
that I touched on a little bit with Ash, episode 205, How to Dress for Your Sign. If you haven't listened to that, it's a really fun episode breaking down a lot of the really obscure trends, like meaning prints and different things like that, and how to match them to your astrology sign and like your personality based on that, which I think is a really fucking fun way to lean into it. So you could download a freebie on how to sync your style with your cycle that I have, um, katiegestyle.com backslash freebie. I will put that in the show notes. Let me write that down. And you can go listen to that episode with Ash, episode 207, where we talk about dressing for your sign. So now you've got it synced up to like the time of the month with the energies that you're going to move through naturally. Then you can go sync it up with your astrology. And this is a choose your own adventure. And maybe the adventure is all of those for you. Or dig into your style archetype and really get to know yourself better. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that and how we can do that. Because we're getting ready to do that in the Style Squad here for April. We're doing a closet challenge. And the very first challenge, well, we're doing two little mini challenges a week. And the very first one is you have to know your style archetype. Like, just like anything. And I know it's annoying. Like every time someone was like, well, who's your target audience when I started my business? I was like, um, everybody, because everybody gets dressed. But sometimes when we like get really clear, like the clarity creates the abundance, creates the ease, right? When I can sit here and say to you, like, I don't choose patterns a lot. So when I do, it can be really, really fun. It can be really, really playful. And it can be really, really innate. So really quick, we'll talk about how to discover your archetype and tell you the challenges that we're going to do in the style squad. And then we're going to go through, I can't, um, like seven or eight different prints. I'm going to talk a little bit about what style archetype will mix well with these. If you know yourself really well, this will help you know which styles or what prints you can go for. And then we'll talk quickly about how to wear them and where to wear them. So let's start with discovering your style archetype. So I have a quiz, of course, on how to do this. This is the number one space I start with every single one of my clients is take this quiz, answer. It's just like nine lifestyle questions. And we're going to really dig into like what's your style archetype if you don't innately already know it. Once you know your style archetype, there will be list of different style tips or vibes that you tend to go after, right? It'll say you generally gravitate towards this, this, and this. The beauty here is that a lot of us are more than one archetype right? Our identities aren't just in boxes. They ebb and flow. We all know that life is way more fucking gray, even though we want it to be very black and white. So have some fun with that. And that's why I love that quiz because there's the five major archetypes. And then it breaks down into here is how you know that you're this person and it gives style tips and suggestions on things that you probably like. And then you get to mix and match those things. So go download the quiz. I'll put it in the show notes, katiegestyle.com backslash quiz. And you can get started there. So that's where we're starting in the squad challenge for sure. And then we're going to do a Pinterest activity. You can do and or if the quiz doesn't knock your socks off. Another one where people are like, I don't have time for this shit. I just want to do it. I just want to know it. 10 minutes and go on Pinterest and do a 2023 spring style spring skirts, spring dresses, whatever tops, colors, shoes, whatever it is that you're into that you feel comfortable with, Google those on Pinterest, start saving those and create a little Pinterest board without looking at it. The tip here is don't look at it, just save the things you love innately, and then go back and start to look for the similarities. That 
are those are two really, really good ways to start to understand and discover your style archetype. So then you can make an informed decision around what prints feel good for you. Now, again, remember, we ebb and flow between different archetypes. If you come back with a boho creative, it doesn't mean you can't wear a classic pinstripe print. It just means that 80% of the time, this is probably your comfort zone. So if you're ready to switch shit up, <laughs> then add in something different. Or maybe there's a big side of you. Maybe you're 50-50. And then now you're getting creative on how are you going to mix florals with your pinstripe suits. And that's when me and you hop on the phone and call, um, do a call because that sounds juicy to me. So understand your archetype. Take the style quiz. Get on Pinterest. Set a 10-minute timer and just save the things that speak to your soul because your style isn't wrong or right. It's not about being trendy. It's about self-expressing the things that naturally light you up. You can't fuck this up. There's no wrong or, way to, wrong or right way to do it. It just is, period, okay? Then my favorite part, when we really start to understand our shopping and our prints, and like I said, for me, prints would fall into the this category of a sometimes, rarely, so major life events. So take your life. I actually did this in Canva and we did this exercise in the Style Squad. It's like created an actual pie chart. And I was like, break your life into four or five major buckets of how you spend the majority of your time. So take your average week, your average month. What are the four or five activities that you do the most? And and within a month, so say like for me, I try to go on at least one or two date nights a month with my husband. So, well, yeah, I don't do that every week, but it is a big goal of mine. So that's going to be like 10% of my pie chart. 75% of my pie chart is going to be running my business. And then like 15% of my pie chart is going to be like taking my kids to sports or hanging out with my kids on the weekends or like whatever that looks like for you. And then some self-care and some date nights. Break your lifestyle down. And that is a really good indicator that will really start to help you see your your style archetype and where these prints can come in for you. Because say you understand your archetype and you're a classic romantic, meaning you love classic styles and you love romantic styles, things that have a lot of flow and very fluid lines, bows, ruffles, flowers. And you love the clean lines and classic colors, some navy pinstripes, you know, very finely tailored suits, um, a plain white crisp blouse. You know, how are we marrying these two? And then how do we marry them into your lifestyle? If you have a very formal, like nine to five job at a law firm, maybe you need to lean into that classic style a little bit more because that's the dress code. Then how the hell are we maximizing your romantic side on the weekends and in your free time? So this is why I love doing these two things together, doing our archetype and then doing our lifestyle pie chart and marrying these two together. So we can really start to get this full view of who we are. It makes shopping so much easier. It makes every decision you make in the morning when you get dressed easier. And quite frankly, it builds a fuck ton of confidence. I think every time we understand ourselves on a deeper level, our confidence goes up a notch, a notch, a notch. Because those things about yourself, they're not just the clothes you like. Chances are it's the same way you decorate your house. It's the same way you approach problems. It's the same way you solve 
problems not approach them and or approach them it's the same way you show up it's your personality right like if you like very romantic styles you probably love things that be fluid and in a more creative container if you're love classic styles you love really clean lines you probably have a really regimented okay we're gonna do this and then we're gonna do this and then we're gonna do this and then we're gonna do this i know that, that that really applies for me if you like dramatic style you probably love the theatrics of life right you probably love making a really big entrance you probably love really big parties you probably love just really big fucking energetic events right all of this is intertwined you can't pull it apart it's who you are at the core What's up, Style Nation? I hope you are enjoying today's episode. So I have an offer for you. If you missed out on the promotional pricing for the Shop by Stylist, or you were interested but weren't ready to pull the trigger, I have a way that you can get a free copy of the Shop by Stylist Shopping Experience and Trends Report for Spring 2023, super hot. We just did our live masterclass on Style Squad and it was amazing. All you have to do, if you guys rate and review the Style for Life podcast, send me a picture and let me know that you did it. I will send you a free copy of the book. Rating and reviewing the podcast is the easiest way that we can attract more amazing people to the show just like us that are committed to breaking out of the status quo and living the best version of our lives that we desire and deserve. So go to the show, hit rate and review, take a quick screenshot, email me, katie at katiejuststyle.com, and I will respond with a gift of gratitude with a free copy of the Shopped by a Stylist Spring Shopping Experience. Thank you so much, and let's get back to the show. So all that being said, now we know how to really discover who we are. Let's hop in to some prints quickly. 3D florals. 3D florals are the number one hottest thing that I am seeing for spring right now. Flowers are always popular for spring, but these 3D larger than life coming off of your shirt florals are hotter than hell. Very early, mid-90s. I remember having some of these shirts when I was in high school. They are everywhere. So if you're a dramatic style or a romantic style, this is very much for you. Now, I love popping little pieces of this into different outfits, and I'm neither, well, I would say have a little bit of drama in me, but definitely don't have a lot of romance. <laughs> and you can just use these little silhouettes. They're showing up on everything from necklaces to handbags to actual 3D florals coming off of your sweaters. I did a whole section in the Shop by a Stylist book on 3D florals with outfit formulas from just a pop all the way to a full-blown shirt covered in 3D florals. I'll link that in the show notes as well. So that's the number one hottest trend that you are going to see that you absolutely are not going to get be able to get away from, unless you want to, of course. Think about that. Does that feed the dramatic side of you? Does it feed the romantic side of you? Does it feed a little bit of your boho energy? You get to decide. It also can be kind of vintage. You know, there, a lot of these intertwine and the lines really are pretty gray because this is art. This is the art side of it. The other really, really hot spring pattern that you're going to see this season is blurred lines. We talked a lot about this in Dressing for Your Sign with Ash. It's super juicy. I love the concept of the blurred lines 
because for many reasons, lines are really blurry right now between physical and digital because we're constantly moving between the two. It's getting blurry. We have more information at our fingertips than ever. So it just makes things really blurry. I don't think ever at a point in our lives have we had to be able to hold two feelings that oppose at the same time because we have so much information. And physically, the pandemic 20 is absolutely a thing. Just like freshman 15, a lot of us have gained weight in the pandemic or our bodies have changed, right? We took a turn as a fucking species of just not getting out and about as much as we usually do. So these blurred lines are perfect way to camouflage if you feel like that is something that you want to do. So just a, f- a fun little freestyle tip right there. It becomes really easy. And then we're going to talk about scale and contrast in a few minutes. Two other prints that are really hot. I don't know if these ever really go out of style, but I do feel like they come and go a little bit. And that's animal prints. I personally think animal prints are pretty classic and casual. Leopard always. I see a lot of leopard. I personally think leopard is a neutral. So in all my classic girls, like, total neutral. You can totally use that, work that into anything. Obviously, it's dramatic too. It just depends on how you use it, where in the body you use it. But the other um, animal print that I'm seeing a lot that I don't think is as popular and comes and goes a little bit more is zebra print. I actually have a zebra print dress myself that I think is really, really fun. And it doesn't have to just be black and white. So when you think of zebra print, you don't have to imagine yourself looking like a little fucking zebra in black and white. And it doesn't have to be a dress. It could be something as simple as a bathing suit top. It could be a purse. It could be a hair clip. It could even be a nail design. You could even think of it as like ombre hairstyles, which probably goes back more to blurred lines than zebra, but so many fun things there. I immediately also picture like loafers are popping into my mind. There's like a literal mini Pinterest in my brain at all times, (laughs) pulling up images as I talk. So 3D florals, blurred lines, zebra prints, leopard prints, zebra and leopard. If you're dramatic, I think the zebra print is amazing. Like if you're always, if you're looking for that pop of drama and all those ways I just mentioned, like a bathing suit top, shoes, a purse, a hand, um, a hair clip. I think leopard can be really casual too at the same time. I do think it's classic. I think it's one of those bridge bridges between like classic and casual. So for me, it's, it's always like, I love it on a belt and I love it on shoes because like I said, I don't tend to gravitate towards prints on a regular basis, but I do love them as little pops of drama in my outfit. Stripes. I think every spring stripes become really popular because we automatically shift into this idea of like, oh shit, we're allowed to go back outside. And where I live, like on the East Coast, there's a lot of water, right? There's a lot of like sailing and being on the water and vacations and things like this. So like the striped nautical theme tends to come up to me that one. And florals are like you're synonymous with spring. Florals are for my people who are real, love your romantic flowy styles. And the nautical is like the counter trend to that for those of us that love really clean, clean, crisp looks and neutral colors. So all that being said, stripes, if you love your classics, um, 
Obviously, it's a big classic. It can also be very casual. It can be dressed up or dressed down. This super cute striped um, look that I did in the Trends Lookbook, and I paired it with another trend, which I guess you could call a print, but it's really kind of a color and a material is the silver metallics that we're seeing everywhere. I think that's a really juicy way to take that classic print and add a little drama to it. Up next in prints for spring is polka dots. Tons and tons of polka dots. I love polka dots on other people because I think it has this total retro vintage vibe to it. And I think it's amazing. I have a client who just, it's, it's her go-to, it's her jam. It's a really good way to distinguish, to build a distinguished distinguishable style where people say, you know, the girl that has that like vintage retro look. So I think polka dots can be classic, but again, I think they're very creative and they really give off that creative retro vintage vibe. So if that comes up as your archetype, this is a good one for you. Houndstooth. Houndstooth has been popular for the last couple of years. I feel like it's come in and out. This year, I'm seeing the houndstooth on um, spring. It's in a lot of the icy pastel colors. I am seeing just a very traditional houndstooth as a black and white, but I have seen it a lot on with the like in tweed jackets with very pastel -y colors, like trying to give you a vibe, paint the visual for you. Now, houndstooth are super classic. And if you are a person who doesn't tend to gravitate towards prints, you know where I love a good houndstooth? It's not actually on a jacket. I love it on a pencil skirt. And minis and maxis have been reigning supreme for the last couple seasons with spring and spring and summer. And they still they still will. But you will start to see a lot of on-the-knee pencil skirts popping up this season, especially with jean skirts. But if you um, find a houndstooth pencil skirt, top notch. I love that look. I think that's a great way to incorporate more patterns into your style, but it's further away from your face where the pattern won't influence your contrast as much on your personal body. And we'll talk about that in just a second. Last but not least is plaid. So a lot of really classic um, prints right now. However, plaid can be really classic or it can be very grungy. It can be very dramatic and creative when I think of like 90s angst, right? You're seeing this like oversized plaid a little bit. The jacket is still out and about, but not wearing it as like a plaid button down, but more of as that big oversized plaid jacket because what we're seeing is the tops are getting a lot tighter. Like again, just go back to the 90s. Tops are getting a lot tighter and more fitted because our jeans are getting looser and that's the way that we balance our body right like what we're doing on one part of the body we're gonna do the opposite on the other part of the body to mimic it but then those of us that might have a pear shape where we're carrying more weight on the body now we need to balance it back out on the top and then that's where your plaid shackets come in so lots of really good fun prints. So we have our 3D florals, our blurred lines, our zebras, and our leopard, right? I feel like this is the romantic, creative, dramatic styles. Now, again, I think leopard is neutral, so it can be worked into all of those and probably less romantic than the others. And then we have stripes, polka dots, houndtooth, and plaid. Those feel very classic to me and very casual to me. And within there, you know, I shared my favorite ways to wear plaids because, like I said, I made to wear prints because prints are personal. I heard that on a podcast and I thought it was so true. 
And I think that's why knowing your style archetype is key this season. So that's your work for April. Understand that style archetype, that where you are right now, not where you were last year, not where you were in the 90s when all this shit was popular, not even where you were six months ago, where you are now. Like I said, we're ebbing and flowing and growing constantly. So it's really fun to just check back in and ask yourself, huh, I don't usually wear prints, but maybe I feel called to try out some of these 3D florals because I need more play in my life. Or I don't usually wear prints, but you know what? I think that zebra print is kind of fun and it reminiscent and maybe it does remind you of a really good time. I hear a lot of people say, oh, I could never wear that because I used to wear that in high school or it was this, it was that. But it doesn't always have to be a bad thing, right? It, it could be a really good memory. Maybe you wore that in high school when you used to go to, like, I remember going to the Sound of Music with my grandmother or, you know, doing these different things in my life. And maybe you don't remember your outfits, but I do. And a lot of times when we create really strong memories like that, we do remember what we were wearing. So before I move on to that and where to wear these things, let's talk really quickly about how to wear prints. So two things you need to know when you are picking out your print, the contrast level of your prints. If you are someone that doesn't have a lot of natural high contrast between your skin, your hair, your lips, and your eyes, then you are going to want to print, pick prints that don't have a lot of high contrast as well. If you don't have a lot of high contrast, don't pick black and white, but you still want to get down with that zebra print, then pick the zebra print and maybe it's in a cream maybe it's different shades of a neutral right maybe it's a navy and a gray like those two colors don't have extreme opposites right they're closer to each other in the family that's how we work around our contrast levels so like say you want to do polka dots but black and white polka dots is too alarming do a pink on pink polka dot right like a light pink and a darker pink to match your contrast levels and the other thing is scale if you're super petite you do not want to put on prints that are overpowering, right? You don't want to do these really big prints. The scale of the print needs to match the scale of your body. So yes, it doesn't mean you can't wear prints. It just need, means that you need to make sure you're paying a little bit more attention to that. So instead of like a giant houndstooth print, because I am seeing it a little bit larger, we want to get pulled back to the medium or the smaller print, the same with plaid right? Any of those. We want to bring it back in and dial it in for those of us that are petite. We want your contrast and the scale of the print to match the contrast and the scale that is innate to you. Oh, that was a lot. But before I let you go, I want to talk to you about where to wear prints. So prints are fun. They can be super fun. We know that spring is the playful energy. It's the time to be flirting with life. It's the maiden energy. You're supposed to be green. You're supposed to be curious. You're supposed to be experimenting. This is where we could be all the time. But in spring that if you're feeling that vibe, then you're matching what's happening currently on this side of the hemisphere as far as mother nature. So now where are we going to wear these? So one thing to note is prints will have a harder time showing up on video and on screen. So if you do a lot of Zooms or you're making a lot of video content or whatever that is for you, know that your prints can have a harder time coming through clearly on screen. Now those blurry prints, I'm not sure if you have to worry about that, but the point is they can be a little distracting when we are on screen. So you need to think about that. 
I used to do a lot of videos in a past life. And if that wasn't the one damn thing that our camera tech video production guy used to drill into my head, <laughs> was like, you can only wear these certain prints on screen, right? So it doesn't mean you can't wear any, but you just have to be careful. And then if you are someone that runs an online business or creates a lot of videos for your professional um, corporate job or your own business, like just be cognizant of that. Just do a little test run. That's the quickest way around it. So. Where do I like to wear prints? Where do I think they make the biggest impact? Anywhere that you are trying to be memorable in any time when you want to secure a core memory. So networking event is a great place to wear a print because it's an immediate conversation starter. It's an immediate icebreaker and you will become more memorable. Speaking events, again, as long as they're not being televised or videoed, speaking events, same thing. You're more memorable. Like if 10 people get up and speak and they all have on all black and then one person shows up with a really cute, um, you know, houndstooth jacket, who are you going to remember? The houndstooth jacket. Okay, we're getting thrown so much information all the time. The information age Take advantage of these style hacks and use them to draw people into you to pay attention to what you're trying to communicate in the moment. And now as we segue from professional into personal, I love wearing prints for big life events. So my husband's birthday was last month and we went out to dinner and I have this one dress that I wear. I think I even fucking wore it last year on his birthday that has a lot of like retro mod 60s print on it. And I just love that dress because it like signifies to me that this is a big life event and I want to cement these memories. and I want to remember this date and time. So graduations, birthdays, milestone birthdays, big parties, you know, any big achievements, retirement parties, baby showers. I don't know, like whatever feels good to you. So that's where we wear them. I hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode on how to incorporate more play into your wardrobe and how to play with patterns, how to really understand yourself and know what play means for you. Discovering your archetype is the number one place to start if you want to build your signature style or reawaken your style. Really dig in and understand your style archetype, understand who you are, and I promise you it will pay off in dividends, not just in your style, but in all different places of your life. You'll see that thread and how it works through everything, how you show up, how, your habits, how you like to do things. And then if you like to get real geeky into the self-awareness, you can start to peel back the layers and it's just one more fun thing. New level, new devil. Joking. I hate that saying because it's true. So go have some fun. Play with your wardrobe. Get in, figure out your style archetype. If you're interested in any of those resources I shared, all of that will be in the show notes. If you're interested in learning how to shop your closet, hit me up in the DM or email. I have a brand new mini offer that I've been working through with clients on a way to shop their closet and digitize their closet so that we can create endless outfits without spending a dime on new clothes. Thank you guys. If you loved today's episode, share it, tag, tag me on Instagram or share it with a friend. That's the easiest way that you can support the podcast and we can grow and we can get more amazing people feeling more amazing in their bodies right now. All right. I'll see you on the flip side. 